the end times. Are you ready? Are you ready to endure till the end? Calling all who name Jesus Christ Lord. It's time to man up and report to the battle lines. Grab your coffee and sword and strap on your Ephesians 6 armor. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America Babylon and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you're listening to Omega Man Radio with Shannon Davis. How's everybody doing out there tonight? Welcome to Omega Man Australia. All the way from the Gold Coast, we're bringing to you Peter Whiffen. Brother Peter, good day. Hello, good morning from Australia. <laughs> it's good to have you on, man. <coughs> hey, it's great. Uh, lots of things going on. Big battles. Uh, many victories happening. So that's good. How are you all? I'm doing fantastic. Say, Praise the Lord. Y- you all in Texas or something like that. You all, you all. How are you all? <laughs> and then down in Georgia, you say y'all. Y'all. Hey, y'all. Why apostrophe hey, A-L-L. That's how you spell it. Duck Dynasty. <laughs> I listened to the duck. Wow, what a man. Oh, man. He should be president. You know, I think he was a, uh, he was a pastor in the past. So he knows how to preach, doesn't he? Oh, man, he knows how to preach. You know, I listened to him and, and I went, man, I wish he was my dad. <laughs> I never caught the series that much, but um, I heard a thing or two from him, and yeah, he, he's a good man. Peter, it's awesome to have you on tonight. Would you like to open up in prayer? Yeah, sure. Um, it's a privilege. Thank you, Father God. We love you and praise you. We declare we want you. We declare we want you to be with us. Come and eat with us. Come and be with us. We want you. We ask, Father, that everybody that listens now and in the future gets put in their heart what you want in their heart for the goal of peace, love, joy, soundness of mind, Victory, so the light is separated from the dark. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want to say uh, hello to a few people out there. Welcome to the broadcast tonight. We've got Angela, we've got uh, Pam, Tan, Paul, Rita, Judy Ann, Thy Word. We've got Angelica, we've got Isaiah, we've got Margaret, we've got David, Aaron, Jan, Edward, Cindy, and nine other people out there. God bless you. Tune it for tuning in tonight. Brother Peter, I want to do um, a tweak to your microphone. Pull it back from your mouth just a little bit. How's that? That'll be good. And um, we're ready to roll. What we're going to do tonight here at Omega Man Australia is Peter's got some great teaching that the Lord has been giving him. And then in the second hour, if we've got time, we're going to open up the phone lines. How does that sound, Peter? That's fine. I've got plenty of time here this morning. Praise and, the um, Lord. Yeah, that's now, fine. No problem. Brother, I want you to um, kind of lay the groundwork, set the stage, if you will, by telling people 
a little bit about what God's been doing in the past couple days, past couple weeks with you, and uh, where some of this revelation is, is coming from. And then dive on in, man. Okay. Yeah, we we just have to praise God because, um, man, <laughs> um, what God's showing me is our, um, our situations are worse than we think. The world, as we know, we have a look, is worse than we think. It's worse than we think. And um, But praise God, he's given us the way. Without that way, as we know, we're all sunk. We all know that. That's nothing new. But what he's been showing me is is how to get victory where there was no victory. We all know in part, we see in part, we see through a veil, we don't know everything. And look, knowledge is not love. But knowledge points to God who is love. So bear in that in mind, we perish because we don't know what to do. We we perish because we have a real enemy. His whole business is about spiritual wickedness. It's about, as we know, demons, spirits, powers, principalities, rulers and authorities. <coughs> Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10 says, God now intended that through the church. That's a job description. Through the church. I opened up a pizza shop that through that pizza shop I would make my living. God now intended that through the church his many-folded wisdom would be made known to the to who? People? No. The job of the church is to make known God's wisdom to the principalities, the powers, the rulers and authorities in the heavenlies. That's spiritual wickedness. What is spiritual wickedness? Spiritual wickedness are people, beings. You could call them personalities. They're not something, they're not a fairy. They're not a fairy. They're not some funny looking creature. They are, but they're not. They're personalities. They've got a mind, a will, emotions. I can show from the scripture where they have a heart. It's wicked. It's continually wicked. It means the Amorites mean spirit uh, means spiritless toilers. That's workers who never give up. Once they're on your case, they will not stop till you die. Up there in uh, Genesis, God calls sin. A man tells Cain, you shall rule over him. You know, I've got friends who are Christians who think the job of the church is to go around and saying Jesus loves you, give your heart to Jesus. That's not the gospel. That is not the gospel. I repeat, that is not the gospel. The whole world is forgiven says in one place, Jesus is the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of a few who find him. No, the whole world. The gospel is to preach, receive it. Receive your sins forgiven and be healed and delivered, which is the repair of creation. God 
rested on the seventh day, it says in Genesis. On the seventh day, he rested. That old devil thought, oh, God's not doing anything anymore in the creation. Look at all the ingredients. Look at everything he's made. Hmm. I'll do what the scientists are doing today. I'll get some DNA and mix it with another's DNA. God's rested. He's not going to touch it. I will make my own kingdom out of his by mixing the seed. God knew he'd do this because he said to the woman, I'll put enmity between your seed and his seed. What did he do? He comes in. The kingdom of heaven is like this, God says. While he was away, his enemy came and sowed tares. God says he rested. He didn't touch the creation. He gave the authority of the creation to man. Satan could not mix the seed unless he had man's approval. Therefore, man joins with Satan and mixes the seed. The sons of men came down and made children with the daughters of men. That's angels who were sent to teach mankind righteousness, left their job and taught mankind unrighteousness and penetrated the DNA of humans by making giants a babies. Furthermore, they didn't stop there. They polluted nature. Mixed a fish with a lady and called her a mermaid. You can see it in history. You don't need even to see it from the scripture. You'll see it in history. You'll see it in Pan, the mermaids, the Egyptian gods. The Sphinx will show you. All sorts of creatures make up that one. I think it used to have wings. When these wicked experimental DNA experiments die, God doesn't let them go floating through the universe. He doesn't accept them to heaven. That would pollute heaven. It's not his creation. He rested. He rested. There was no place for them. Not a spot in the universe. So they are remaining in the earth Bodiless, because they died, they lost their bodies. God, when he saw it, cried. The, the scripture reads, God was repenting that he'd made man. That's, a, that's an understatement. He wept. He cried. Someone had ruined what he made. Once God, we know from scripture, sets a thing in motion... His word never comes back void. It keeps going. He said multiply to the seeds. Satan mixed them and they multiplied. We are dealing with uncountable, unlimited, perverse creatures made up of all sorts of mixes. You've got animals mixed with animals, animals mixed with humans, animals mixed with angels all in spiritual form as personalities, thinking, acting, human, human, animal creations without bodies. 
The goal of these bodies now being lost and floating around the earth till God puts them in the lake of fire, he has to burn them there as rubbish, is to get inside human beings. Like it or not, that is the truth of what's happening. Religion doesn't address this. Religion tries to make man good in his own right. That does nothing about these things. It's got nothing to do with these things. Being good doesn't make you any more loved by God than when God loved the world and died for it as sinners. To forget about being good for God to love you. But being good will protect you from these creatures. And God who loves us said, if you love us, you'll do what I say because I love you and I want you protected from them. All of this is the creation in rebellion. It's creation doing what it was never made to do. The job of the church is to proclaim this and repair it. It says, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. I see a lot of preachers preaching good news. They're not preaching the gospel of the kingdom. They should look and learn what the gospel of the kingdom is. The gospel of the kingdom is don't. It's not. Join my clubhouse. Come and join my church. Come to church on Sunday. That's not the gospel. It's ridiculous. It does not address these fallen creatures. The gospel of the kingdom is not chuck my money in and buy myself a hundredfold and call it giving. That's a lie. If you put money in and want a hundredfold, don't call it giving. Call it investing. If you give to get... It's investing. It's impossible for it to be a gift. There's a few impossibilities here. One impossibility is you can't buy grace. You can't earn grace. It becomes wages or payback or investment. You can't buy love. You can't make someone love you. You have to ask someone to love you and they have to choose to love you. That's how we get saved. That's how we accept our salvation. We're already forgiven, so forgiveness is not salvation. Receiving that forgiveness is salvation. After we are born again, because the only way to sift this mixing of seed is for it to die and be raised again. Example, muddy water. Kill it by evaporation and it comes down and condenses into pure water. You have to die in baptism and be raised again. This is the method. It requires death because it can't be separated. The thing with this business is clarity and truth because it's the truth that brings the freedom. I'll give you an example how Satan tricked Eve. Now, this is a warning today to read 
read, read your Bibles. Eve added to the word. Eve added an addition to the instruction. And Satan used it to trick her. I'll give the movie in the mind the example from me, what I see. Eve, Satan said to Eve, what about the tree? Eve said something. What did God tell Adam? If you eat from the tree, you'll die, right? Did God say anything else? Eve added, if you eat from the tree, you'll die. And if you touch it, you'll die. An assumption. I've got people telling me you don't need the Bible once you're saved. This is going through the church. Rebuke those people. How are they going to know truth? The Bible has been died for. It's a miracle book. I know it's a miracle book. Eve said, if you touch it, you'll die. So guess what Satan did, according to me? He picked one. He said, see, I touch it. I didn't die. God's a liar. He doesn't want you to know something secret. Something outside the word. You know, I can tell a funny story. I had these people on Facebook telling me, get rid of the Bible, get rid of the Bible. And I went, my goodness, <laughs> look at this. All these people coming out. They've got a spirit in them. Oh, we have the Holy Spirit to guide us in all truth. Oh, yeah, do you? Really? Oh, good. So I asked them some biblical questions. I said, truth is not love. Knowledge, I mean, knowledge is not love. Um, here's some questions. Let's have some fun. And I gave them questions. I knew they couldn't Google. Because I phrased a question with words that weren't in the, the actual answer to the passage. And I asked six questions. Did I get one answer? No. I, I said, where's your answers? Go to the Holy Spirit for all truth, like you say you do. I left it for a little while, and then I went, can I ask a question? Who looked in Google? You went to Google, not the Holy Spirit. You say guides you in all truth because you are not being guided in all truth. There's deception. Adding to the word with assumption and idea is dangerous. The spirits will get onto it. They'll kill you with it. So Satan holds his fruit. He doesn't eat it. Anyway, the instruction wasn't given to him. He could do what he liked. The instruction was given to Adam before Eve. Adam and Eve. Adam told Eve. It was preached. She added to the preaching. So she, she does it. She doesn't die. Yeah, have a bite now because, you know, your eyes are going to open. Bingo. Authority given now to the willing authority. There's a contract done. The opening of the eye to receive evil. What is that? That's the opening up of mankind to be demonized with spirits of evil. 
virtually it's saying, I agree to know God and, and I agree to know Satan. It was a contractual, nothing wrong with the fruit. The, the, look, the, the eating of the fruit is a dominion, contractual, king's contract. Of course, their seed was involved because their seed was in them. A woman has all her baby seeds in her for her whole life. They're all there. It's the seed of the woman now was in agreement with knowing God and knowing Satan, receiving God's spirit and receiving evil spirits. That's the human problem. That's the job of the church. Anything else is not the job of the church. It's the repair of this. It's the battle against this. God's now asking man, make your decision, know me. Decide, know me. Decide, reject the evil and know the good. Choose life, don't choose death. We've got the choice. We've got the choice. So what's happening is that our job in the church is the administration and the preaching of a right choice. Everyone's forgiven. Now choose. We are given our own personal garden. Choose the tree of life. Choose the tree of life. Choose the tree of life. So be repaired. So Satan wanted to be like God. He wanted to make his own kingdom. He makes all these grotesque creatures. They are the demons, bodiless souls wanting to get into man. <clears throat> We're talking today about restore, about um, about illness, about uh, emotional, mental problems caused by someone else trying to drive the car. Jesus said the people who put him on the cross were not knowing what they were doing. So who did? No. Did Jesus lie? The Bible says he doesn't lie. Did he make some lame excuse for them because he loves them? Did he make a lie about them, you know, to get God off their case? No, he spoke the truth. He said, I am the truth. They didn't know what they were doing. And I put to you, us who know about deliverance and everybody else who knows, they were manifesting. It was spirits in them that whipped Jesus. It was spirits in them that called out for Barabbas. It was the demons that called out, let the blood be on our own head. How do you think we overcome with the blood? We all plead, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. How? How? How does that blood do its job and overcome the devil? What's it got to do with the devil? Well, I'll tell you. We all still live under a law called sowing and reaping. Nature tells us every action has a equal and opposite reaction. Excluding people, my teacher at school didn't say that. He said every action. That includes the actions of people. That's your emotional actions, your actions, everything you do. Now listen, to be fair, God has let us have a mind and eyes so we can see everything going on. We, our mind is the processing unit that considers all factors. 
Edward de Bono says do a consider all factors. You are allowed to look and consider and see and choose. He didn't say if you look at the tree, you'll die. He said if you'll eat it. What is eating? Eating is a eating is a way to describe taking things to your heart. Brings me to the communion. It's not the literal body and blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ is on the ground. It was lost. It's gone. It's mixed with the dirt and the water of the earth. Can't be. The body of Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. You, you, you got all these millions of people munching on Jesus' body? Well, that, that would hurt. It's stupid. It's a, eating the body and the blood is believing it in your heart, taking it to heart. When you drink something, you look at it in the cup, a cup of coffee, accept it as nice, and you drink it. Take it in you. Eating and drinking the communion is taking it to heart. The question is, what are we doing with our hearts? The devil has got us ignoring our hearts because God has given us a mind to look at all things with our mind. But as soon as you eat it, you're judged. When they ate, they believed it. It's a, it's a contract. God says you make a contract with your heart. You're judged on the things that you take to heart. He judges the heart. In fairness, he lets us look around, decide, then he judges the heart. So my question today is, everybody who wants to get free of anything, <coughs> you better have a look in your heart and say to yourself, honestly, what have I done in my heart? What have I said in my heart? What have I taken to heart? What have I eaten in my heart? And unless you get that sorted out, you can't get, <laughs> you can't get sorted out. You can't. It's with the heart one believes. Unto salvation, unto righteousness, sorry. It's the heart that one believes unto righteousness. The heart one believes unto righteousness. The heart one believes to be right with God. The heart wants to believe to be right. What is righteousness? It's a breastplate. With the heart one believes to get the shield, the breastplate, the protection on you. With the heart one believes, one believes, one believes. <clears throat> with mouth confession is made to salvation. He cast out devils with a word. A heartfelt word is a gun sight focused. Am I making sense here? This is awesome. If you're just tuning in, we're live with Peter Whiffen from the Gold Coast of Australia. Keep on going, brother. Okay. Man has always been given dominion and choices. God said to man in the garden, take dominion. Is that a half-hearted promise? He said it back again to Noah after he reset the earth. Be blessed, which means be healthy. Do what I made you to do in your mother's womb. I made you blessed. I bless you. I bless you. I bless you. I bless you. Be blessed. It's never been changed. Some people say man was cursed in the garden. I say no. He was not cursed. God said cursed is the ground for your sake. 
man didn't God didn't curse man. He was going to come as a man. That means Jesus would be cursed. He did not curse man. He cursed the ground. Jesus' body made from ground became a curse hanging on a tree. He never cursed the souls of men. They reaped a judgment. They were excluded from the garden for their own good lest they'd live forever in that fallen state. It's a love deal. It's a love judgment. <coughs> God has always loved man. <coughs> Adam didn't understand the love because he hid in the garden. And what did God do when he found him? Did he toast him? No. He clothed him. There was no reason to hide. God has always taken off the fig leaves and put on the garment. The gospel's right up there in Genesis. God... <coughs> separated the darkness from the light. Jesus said, I'm not doing anything I didn't see the Father do. Well, where did he see it? Through the Holy Spirit and I don't need a Bible. No, he saw it in the scripture. He said the scriptures even talk about me. It's all there in Genesis, light divided from darkness. Man's kingship, dominion of the earth, the mixing of the seed. Cain's name, God knows, you know, Adam's talking to God and calls Cain possessed. <laughs> Why are you going to call your son? The first couple of sons here on the earth, one you're going to call possessed? Did Adam know something? Look what Cain did. God said, sin, a, him, a person, a man is lying at the door, a demon, a devil. And it has access depending on your choice to choose good or evil. We still got a choice. Even God doesn't come through that door. Jesus said, I stand at the door and knock. The devil is tricking us in a choice to choose him. Trying to be God. God saying, I love you. I prove it. I proved it. Choose me. You can't make someone love you, and to have a perfect choice for love, you need everything on the table. If the choice of good and evil wasn't on the table, you can't have perfect love because you've hidden something, and it's not a honest choice. All cards must be in the deck. All cards must be on the table, including the joker. What have you chosen in your heart? Man was made from... Dry earth, dust, powder, ashes, earth, ground, mortar, rubbish. Dry or loose earth, debris, mortar. Not water. God said, curse is the ground. The dirt. The water was never cursed. That's why you have marine spirits. God said to the, God said to the snake, you'll eat dust. We get baptized in water because it's not cursed. How can you be baptized in a curse? The water world, we go back to Romans 1. The, if you want to see in the spirit, God says you don't even need a Bible. Some of them probably correct on that. You don't need one because God says, look at nature. I hold man with no excuse because of nature. But we learn that from the Bible. 
If you want to see the unseen, look at nature. There's an ocean out there with whole lots of creatures there in another atmosphere. We can't live in that atmosphere by ourselves. That is another world. That is a spirit world in example. We live in the air. The fish live in the sea. God chose by the way he made the creation. He didn't make everything out of the dust. The beasts are made from the dust and the fish come from the sea. There's different types of flesh, celestial, etc., etc., the word says. Different. So, God said, cursed is the ground. He didn't curse man, but man was made from ground, his body. His body, not his whole being. God breathed into Adam and he became a living soul. Adam is a became being. Satan is a became being. There's a difference. There's a second Adam. How could God make a second Adam when he rested? Huh? What gave God the right to make a second Adam and give him everything? Violating his original creation and his word, looks like, but God had a way. And that way was shown to Abraham, actually, Abram. His name was Abram. Abraham didn't tithe, Abram tithed. There's a difference. Abram's name means exalted father. That's pride. Abraham means father of many nations. I believe Melchizedek, in which we, born-again believers, are in the ministry of Melchizedek. The exalted father, which is a type and shadow of the first Adam, paid Melchizedek something. By the way, Abraham was not made rich by tithing. He was already rich, the scripture says, <clears throat> and he never kept the 90%. He used it to buy the souls. He said, I'll take the people. He was given pick a box. People or the goods. Take a pick. Who gave him the choice? Sodom, the king of burning. After he tied, he had to negotiate with Sodom and say, what do you want to do? You want the goods or you want the people? He said, stick the goods. He'll say, you made me rich. I don't want nothing from you. I want the people. He used his resources to buy people. New Testament, 100% is required. There's no such thing as 90%. You actually keep the 90, you're robbing God of the opportunity to save the people. You've got the goods and you will have your reward and no reward. Levites had no inheritance. I'll leave it there. Now, Abram deals with Melchizedek. He's given a gospel. How do I know? He had bread and wine. He had communion. He had more than that. He got given the whole story. God, who rested, is going to use Abram and Abram's dominion in the earth to come back to work. Yeah. Satan thought he had God because God said he rested. 
Ah, God can't do anything. That's why it all happened. God was resting. Got out of control. God said, no, I'm going to do something there. I have to come and do it with man because I've given man dominion on the earth. That means all of you, all of us, he's got to use, he's got to come through us. Offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. Why? So God can use us. Don't say, can, will God use me? He wants to, he has to. Because he rested. But man had dominion. So, Abram was given the full gospel. How do you think he knew and figured in his mind that God could raise Isaac from the dead? Huh? He says he takes Isaac up with a sacrifice. And figured in his mind that God could raise him from the dead. Where did he get that idea from? It wasn't in the scripture. It was in the deal with Melchizedek. Here is the cross, Abram. I'm going to send my son. I'm going to raise him from the dead. His blood and, bo his blood and body is going to sort out this mixture. You know where Abram used to live? He lived in the magicians. The, the Chaldees is the land of the magicians. He knew. I reckon he would have seen demons and all sorts of stuff going on there. He knew. And they all knew there was a mixing of the seed. There was spirits. So, God does an interesting thing with Abram. What does he do? Remember Abram's dream and vision? He gets two. Two goats and some birds. And God cuts the goat. They cut the goats in half and join them. That's showing the mixing of the seed. That's showing the joining of the flesh and how God is going to fix it. It came to pass when the sun went down, it was dark. Behold, a smoking furnace and a burning lamp that passed between the pieces. Genesis fifteen seventeen. Another place it said, aren't all ministers flaming fires? It's the fire of God that separates the darkness. Burns. Another place it says, it melts like gold and silver and the, and the dirt comes to the top. God says, God says, Tarry in Jerusalem. Jerusalem means the teaching of peace. Oh yeah, we all we all we get to give the tongues, blah blah blah, shikuluku, whatever. It says tarry in Jerusalem for the power. They already had the Holy Spirit. If you have a look at your Bible, you'll find that Jesus said, Receive ye the Holy Spirit when he first appeared to the disciples when Thomas wasn't there. Who's ever sins you forgive are forgiven. Who's ever sins you retain are retained. Because the whole lot of the world is forgiven, yet has to receive it. There's the promise and there's the possession of the promise. They're two things. A lot of people say, oh, brother, it's done. Well, the brother's in pain and agony. It's not done till you receive it. 
it's promised, yes, it's not done till you receive it. There were giants in the land. You've got to get in the land and kill the giants. That's the type and shadow. Don't be deceived. People go waffling off. It's done, brother. It's not done. When you're free, you're free indeed. When you're free, you know it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah? we got to drive those giants out, right? Yeah. Oh, did, did Joshua just go in the land? And they said, oh, here's the title, did Joshua. Come and sit down and we'll, we'll, we'll cook you something. No. He had to kill them. Watch out for the religion. It lives in the wilderness in the promised land next to vanity. It's called vain religion in the wilderness. It says, not one inhabitant of the house of God didn't go out to pursue after Israel. God's identifying it there as an enemy. He identified it again with the Pharisees. You stand in the door. You don't let anyone come in. The tax collectors, the hookers, and everybody's getting in. You're not getting in. By the way, the village they were going to is called AI, which means heap of ruins, 12,000 inhabitants. <laughs> The king was hung from a tree and covered with rocks. What do you think that represents? Cursed. The breaking of the curse. It's just one of the battles. By chapter 18, the, half of Israel hadn't received their promises. Joshua says, you slack, you've got to get up to the mountains. Who's climbing the mountains? God says, tarry in Jerusalem till you receive Fire. Don't do anything. Don't go anywhere. Stay in the teaching of peace till you get your fire. Because without that fire, you can't pass through the flesh. You can't do anything. All you can do is run out like the house of God. The Bible says, Bethel, the house of God, comes to nothing. I would never call my church Bethel. That's a, nobody got any understanding there. If they looked at the scripture, what it says about Bethel. Oh, my goodness. That's just deception. That's just watch out for if you should even touch it. And that's what's going on. Opinion. Adding. Not being a Berean. Not staying in, teaching of peace. Running out. Oh, she, yeah, I'll call Baba. I got the Holy Spirit. Greater is me is in... Me it's in the world, really? Can you prove it? If you can't prove it, you haven't got it. You haven't tarried to get it because it says wait to get that power that's greater. Yeah. And if you go out, the devil says, thank you very much. I'll just slay this unpowered person who doesn't understand. He'll slay you. He'll slay your family. He'll slay everyone around you. He'll kill you. When you preach the gospel, Satan comes. The parable of the sower tells us that. The, Satan comes and steals the word. You think he's going to come and just steal the word off the people you preach to? He's going to come and kill you. Dangerous. A lot of people are preaching, healing, one foot. It says, feet shod, feet, feet, two, two. One foot healing, one foot deliverance. <clears throat> Without that, they're lame, hopping, limping. <clears throat> they get people to fill out a card. Ah, Satan says, thank you very much. I've identified my targets. 
then he proceeds to go kill all those people. A person preaching like that is not doing God a service. Jesus said, I wish you were cold. What he's done is he's made them lukewarm and a target. Why does Jesus through love say you're cold or hot? Wouldn't it be better to have a little bit of the word? Brother, let's have a little bit of God. We'll go and do yoga together. Wouldn't that be better? No, because you're a target. The scripture says the righteous become a target by the upright of their heart. These people have got hearts. They come in, they get a card, and they become a target. And the statistics are they're all falling away mostly in a year. They're gone. Where are the preachers that are making disciples? Jesus said, make disciples. Your pastor got any? The hireling will run when the wolf comes. Pay a hireling, get a hireling's reward. The hireling will run from deliverance. The wolf is the devil, as we know. That's how you identify it. Get out of the hireling. Get out. Because it says, the wolf runs and the sheep scatter. All you are is sitting there, a sitting duck, a target. <clears throat> now, I'll tell you something. There's, a, there's something that worries me in the scripture. It's called the scapegoat. In order for God to fix this after he's rested, he had to make a way that sin transfers. Doesn't Jesus take the sin of the world? So under that idea that God has put in place, sin can transfer to Jesus. If it couldn't transfer to Jesus, you're stuck in your own sin. But the wicked, the wicked use the scapegoats. Have you ever wondered why a wicked person is having best life now? They've got everything. They seem to be untouchable. It's because they've laid hands on you or others and you're carrying their sin as a scapegoat. Yeah. You're letting people lay hands on you, running through fire tunnels. <laughs> good, good for you. you got all their sin. You wonder why nothing goes well. You just get free and then you're not free. You just get delivered and then you're filled up again with spirits because you're receiving a constant supply of sin that's being passed to you by the laying on of hands. Food for thought. Are you a scapegoat? Mm -hmm. Is someone witchcrafting you? Mm -hmm. Who have I given my authority to? The hireling? He's got his best life now. The Bible says, give to the rich and become poor. Yes, he's becoming rich. You're the scapegoat paying for it. Mm, go, give it to them. <laughs> become poor. And, you know, you're lying, so you've got sin because you're calling your gift a gift, and it's not a gift, it's an investment because they're making you give it as a hundredfold. That's an investment. Time we all thought and woke up to walk in our own victories. How do you break witchcraft? 
let those that love cursing let it come back on their own head. They have to, you have to pray it off that you do not accept their sin. You're going to break the phenomenon called scapegoat. Yeah. <clears throat> These Kundalini churches are putting a spirit in people and the ministers of it are all scapegoating the, the congregations. It's called working iniquity. Get away from me. I didn't know you. Solomon identifies the evil he's seen under the sun. Someone who's wicked goes well and someone who is righteous goes poor. This is the scapegoat phenomenon. Who's caught in that? Hmm? Who's having battles they can't win? They're not winning. They're not winning even though the promise says they're winning. Yeah, I want to do a more uh, a more uh, in-depth study on that. But the thing is that Abraham's very interesting. He he, <clears throat> the promise to Abraham was he split two goats, a male and female. He covered both of them, and it became gross darkness, and he walked through the middle of it with the fire. Okay, we fast forward all the way to the cross. Why is the blood on Satan's head? Satan entered Judas, betrayed Jesus, caused the cross. It's his fault. But the crucifixion still had to be done. Palm Sunday we just had, everyone says, Hosanna in the highest, you know, Jesus, you're fantastic. Wow, wow, wow. Praise the Lord. Let's rejoice. A week later they go and crucify him. What's that? That's a pole shift. Hmm? The voters all change their mind in a week. I believe God moved his hand of, of uh, uh, he moved his hand away, signified by, you know, later it just became dark because God just took the whole hand away and let the darkness prevail. The people manifested. There was demons in the people manifesting because Jesus said it wasn't them. Now, if we go up to Luke 21, I think, or 22, it says, you find a passage where it says, I was, uh, where they arrest him. I, I was in the temple. You, um, when you arrest me there, I'm here. You come out here to arrest me like a thief. You know that passage? He said an interesting thing there. Nevertheless, it's your hour to the Pharisees and the power of darkness. Jesus himself identifies darkness working in the hearts of men, put him on a cross. Therefore, darkness has the blood on its head and men who agree with it. You want to agree with darkness? The fire will divide you. You want to agree with darkness and get healing, it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen with deliverance. Where do you agree with it? In your heart. Do you want to agree with a witch? A wizard? A hireling? Well, receive their sin as a scapegoat. You want to agree with the light? The love, 
the knowledge of good, you better get on that side of the carcass when the fire comes through. You can't row two boats. There's a, a, a character in the book of uh, Joshua. His name's Aiken. His name means trouble. Troubler. Trouble. God says to Jericho, the battle of Jericho, you can't take anything from there. No, all that's mine. No, you don't touch anything from there. But later you can have everything. That's the world. Jericho means moon. Moon is a mirror, has no light of its own. It's a reversal of truth. The devil works in opposites. You know, I once had a wicked business partner. He said, I confuse everyone by telling just the opposite. It's very easy. If you want to forget a series of numbers, I nearly did this with my banking PIN number. I tried to remember it backwards, and oh my goodness, I forgot it. You go backwards, you'll forget the Lord. The mirror makes people forget God. It's the moon. Look at the Muslims. They've got the moon. It's the moon. It's a reflector. It has a dark side. It has a little bit of light most of the time as a full moon at some time. Why do you think they worship on a full moon? Nature tells you that a full moon... If you plant seeds on a full moon, they don't grow. The fruit comes from it goes off quick. You don't plant with the moon. So what did Achan do? He planted in his tent the gold and the silver. The jet someone wants. The hundredfold greed. Didn't share it, did he? He hid it. Better still, which points to the point. He got a garment. It's called a Babylonian garment from Shinar. You know what Shinar reads? It means two rivers. You want to have one foot in the dark, one foot in the light, you'll die. Joshua lost thousands of men finding out that point. We can go all the way up to, um, to Joseph. Joseph had dreams, giving him prophecies. <clears throat> his brothers were playing up in the field. He's telling his father they're getting up to no good out there. He's getting in trouble with them because he's let, letting the cat out of the bag on their fun. He goes looking for them. They're supposed to be in the field. Where are they? Oh, the guy says, oh, they're going off to the city. What's in the city? The nightclubs, the life, the world. But guess what the name of the city is? The name of that city means twin cities. You got a double heart, you're unstable in all your ways. Have you got a twin cities in your heart? Are you drinking from two rivers in your heart? Forget it. You never get to AI, which is the curse off. You'll end up being defeated. You were, you were already defeated. God said, stone him and all his family and all his stuff. He lost everything. Am I making sense? So anyway, <clears throat> in a positive note, 
we've got Jesus being killed by darkness. The darkness has to pay for the blood of Jesus. The law is our friend. The law judges the demons. How do I know? The demons are locked up in the Ark of the Covenant. You say, what? Where are they? Well, what's in there? Type and shadow. There's the, uh, the laws in the Ten Commandments, right? In the box. It's boxed up. It was always boxed up. God said to Moses, make a box. The bread's in there, the manna. And Aaron's rod that butter's in there. Something else is in there. What else is in there? The snake's in there. The magic's in there. The witchcraft's in there. Aaron's rod ate the rods of the magicians. Inside Aaron's rod, inside the Ark of the Covenant, is all the witchcraft. There's no man in there. It's not our place. It's got a lid on it called mercy. You go near it, you'll die. And it's got blood sprinkled on it. Not running through it. The blood of Jesus runs through us because the life is in the blood. I no longer live, but Christ that lives in me. We are not under the blood. We're, it, we're living. The blood is living in us. Greater is he that's in us. That's the blood of God is in us. It's in us. It's in us. It's in us. When we touch people, the life of God touches them. That's why someone who's tarried for the fire has the power of God to restore the creation. Now, God did a contract with Abraham. He did a covenant with him because to work in the earth, God had to partner with mankind. Genesis 9 tells us this. It says in Genesis 9, <coughs> it says, From the hand of man will require the blood of man. If any man sheds blood by him, man's blood shall be shed. shed. There's your rule. Satan shed Jesus' blood, so it's by man we shed his blood. We are partners with God. took me a long time to realize, why does God need me? Why does God want to even bother with me? It's because of this. God, as a man, came and took away the sin of the world and to repair the creation, he needs man to repair it because he gave it to man. He partners with Abraham. This brings me to this point. Then we're going to, I'll give you, uh, then, then I'll just tell you a couple of little things that have been happening. The point is, We've been given a cross to take up and follow Jesus. Most people think they've got to die on it. <laughs> it doesn't say that. It does say you've got to die to sin. It's sin goes on the cross, not you. Jesus died on the cross. He's off the cross. You are seated with him in heavenly places. You are not on the cross, and you're not on your cross. You're being given the cross as a instrument of judgment against the demons. God said sin is a person 
<coughs> sin is not what you do exactly, totally, it is. Sin is following the lordship of Satan and doing what he wants. That's sinning. Sin is Satan. The law points us to Satan at work. Sin is Satan at work. Through man who has dominion on the earth. Satan's got to use men because men has been given dominion. God's got to use men because men has been given dominion. You don't just, sinning is not you. It's not authored by you. It's out of the heart comes the iniquity. Satan. It was shown to the early church with judgment. Ananias and Sapphira, how come Satan's filled your heart that you lied? It comes from the filling of the heart. <clears throat> so, God has given us a cross. What for? Well, if you ever wondered, is Jesus a snake? Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up. It's not saying Jesus is a snake. It's saying the snake is on the cross now because he's got to pay for what he did in sowing and reaping. Put the demons on the cross. We are saved by judgment in other places, it says. It's judgment, judgment, judgment on demons by the fire anointed that brings the rescue, the salvation, the healing and deliverance. I can prove it. What happened with Abraham? He takes Isaac up on the altar. With all his heart, God just needed a heart decision. Abraham raises the knife. God said, that's it, that's enough. I got a heart decision. Yay, I've got a goal in my court. I have a consummation of my contract. We all agree Isaac is the type and shadow of Jesus, the one and only son. God needed the full heart contract of man before he could even bring his son. He can't just interfere with the earth after he said he rested. Isaac's taken off the altar. Abraham looks around. Who caught himself? And who was sacrificed? The goat caught in the prickle bush of sin, the thorns, by his own horns, his own power. Satan is the sacrifice. He caught his own power and ended up being slain by his own actions. <coughs> he sacrifices Jesus all those years later. Power of darkness. Darkness kills the light. The light requires the payment of darkness. The blood is on the head of the darkness. Now from the hand of man, I require the blood of man. Vengeance is mine, said the Lord, but judgment is man's. Vengeance and judgment are two different things. To execute upon them the judgment written, this honour have all the saints. The, re the written judgment is by the hand of man or require the blood of man. If any man sheds man's blood, by man his blood will be shed. By the way, all ladies that have an abortion are signing their own death warrant. I did found some interesting statistic. 
it's 1,400% more likely of a lady who has an abortion to die early. God doesn't joke with it. Not only if a baby, if it's a baby girl, all her seed died with her, it's more than one death on the head of that lady. It's a death of a bloodline. <laughs> Fortunately, it can be confessed for all the believers. But I tell you what, there is a payback coming to all countries who agree for that. <laughs> they sign their own death warrants. Read Genesis chapter 9 and have a look. It also says animals are responsible <coughs> for the blood of man. From the hand of every beast, they'll require the blood of man. That covers the demons. They must go to the cross. Now, you've been given a cross by Jesus Christ, not to die on. You've been given a cross to nail sin to, to nail Satan to, to nail demons to. The church is not executing judgment. That's why the church has failed. Have a look at the world. The Bible says the church fails anyway. It's failed. Greater is he that's in us and is in the world is not proved by the actions of the church because they haven't tarried in Jerusalem. They've run off. I don't even need a Bible these days. Oh, I'll have a gay pastor. Good. Have a gay pastor, and that gay pastor will have a gay life because they're transferring their sin to you as a scapegoat because you've given your authority to them, letting them lay hands on you. Everyone will end up gay, full of demons. Go and give him your money. You know, all the best to you. So, can transfers be by oath? Yes, Genesis 16.5. And Sarai said, Sarai said to Abraham, My wrong be upon thee. I have given my maid to thy bosom. And when she saw she had conceived, it was despised in her eyes. The Lord judged between me and thee. She calling judgment on herself. So, let's lift it up. We've been given the power. We've got to wait for it. Now, the fire is the power is given by the Holy Spirit. It's not the Holy Spirit. It says you'll be given power by the Holy Spirit and fire. Baptize in fire. It's not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives it. Yes, by my spirit, says the Lord. By gift from the Holy Spirit. You don't use the Holy Spirit like using God, wiping your sweat from your brow with God's Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is a comforter who gives power. The praise doesn't go up and the power come down. The fullness of the Godhead dwells in you. Stir up the gifts. Wait and be taught and read your Bible till you get the power, till you get the baptism of fire. I'll pray for it today. People want fire, I'll pray for it. Look at our hearts and see if we've got any 
agreement like Sarah. The good news is God will clean the hearts of the people that give them to him to clean. Yeah, we had this. God says to God says to Adam, curse is the ground because of you, for your sake. Not because of you, for your sake. It's a blessing. We have dominion. <coughs> we were given dominion over the earth. The word earth means dirt. Cursed is the ground for your sake. We've got dominion over the curse. It's a blessing. We've got control of the curse, life and death. We can kill the demons with the curse. He says to the snake, you're going to eat it. You're going to eat the dirt. What's that? The snake has to eat the curse. The snake was cursed. The demons are cursed. They have to eat the dirt. It's the job of us to wield the curse, which is the cross, nailing them to the cross and making them meet their judgment. <clears throat> if you don't walk in judgment, you can't walk in victory. Let the judgments help me. It's not a curse on man. Man's body dies for that price, but it is the power and dominion over the ground that gives us the weapon to kill Satan. He's got to pay for the blood. He's got to eat the curse, what he's done. He's completely nailed. Jesus nailed him to the cross as shown by the goat with Abraham and the snake with Moses. You want to be healed? Nail up your snake. Those that looked upon the snake got healed from the snake bite. Praise the Lord, because we have in our hands already the victory. And Jesus saw it right up there in Genesis. I don't do anything that my father I haven't seen do. Healing was already in the hand. Jesus healed before the cross. He walked on the waters before the cross. Dominion is in our hands. The cross gave us forgiveness. The dominion comes from the, the, the dominion comes that we already had. The cross gives us the forgiveness, seats us in the heavenly realms, divides off the sin by, <coughs> by distilling our souls, making us born again. If you haven't been water baptized, <laughs> you got no chance. You must be water baptized because it says the water bears witness. It's a contract. Better run, get water baptized. You know, until you get water baptized, you only get a limited. You only get a limited. So by Jesus' stripes we are healed. There's an administration, I believe, of power of God for every wound on Jesus. Every time that whip hit Jesus, God said, appoint angels. Appoint angels. Appoint angels. Appoint angels. The angels do two things. 
They heal us and they judge Satan. Every stripe that Jesus got, Satan gets one. Every demon gets one. The darkness gets one. We have dominion over the flesh. The flesh warreth against the spirit. The flesh is made of dirt. God said, I give you dominion on the dirt. I got a testimony. We got a pastor uh, over in Uganda. <coughs> Talks to me on Facebook. <coughs> Peter, 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 my, my daughter's in the hospital. She's really bad. She's not eating and everything's really bad. She'd been a bit sick before. We, we sort of prayed and she got better a bit. Then she's ended up relapsing. I just get this and I tell him, go as her dad and command her flesh to obey the word of God which said be fruitful, be blessed, be multiplied. As it dawned on me that illness is rebellion. It's flesh not doing what God made it to do in our mother's womb. Who commands the flesh? Dirt, I have dominion on you. Curse, I have dominion on you. Curse, come off. Dirt, obey. She got instantly healed. That guy just fell over himself. He was worried. She started eating straight away. She's fine. And dad had dominion over the daughter because it's the daughter is still in his household. Read Numbers chapter 30 and see about dominion. See about who's who. The two become one flesh. You ladies, men's, your family is a type and shadow of the gospel. It's a type and shadow of what God's doing. You're a, you're a type and shadow of the church, you ladies, you men are a type and shadow of the Savior. You can't split the fire. The power, Paul talks about on your head, is the fire of your one flesh with your husband. Paul knew this. He prayed on handkerchiefs and it healed people. Go to church, the two of you. Who's got the fire? You're one flesh. You got it or he's got it? Huh? The devil's got the ladies running out saying, I've got it. I've stolen it from my husband. Jesus is my Lord. Well, a house divided against itself will fall. Take your pick. Paul says, put the power in your head. It transfers on the head covering to deal with the demons because of the angels, fallen angels, unnumerable fallen angels, mixed seeds, all sorts of stuff. Where the preaching of the gospel, Satan comes. The world was perverted, perverse spirit is a mixed seed through lust. Not human lust. The lust of Satan to have his own creation made from the raw material of God's creation. There's a passage here, 
I haven't got the reference, but you can Google it or whatever. Behold, everyone that uses Proverbs shall use this proverb against thee, saying, As the mother, so is her daughter. Thou art thy mother's daughter that loathe her husband. Her children, and thou art the sister of sisters which loathe their husbands. Their children, your mother was a, a Hittite. Your mother was a Hittite? Hittite means a descendant of terror. And your father, an Amorite of Torcus. That's demons. Mixed at work in families. God says the order is you will love your husband. Satan's perverse creation says you'll loathe your husband. God tells husbands, die for your wife. Satan says, live apart another life from your wife. So anyway, we found this. Uh, we found this uh, scripture. I found this scripture. Tell what me happens about the when scripture. people? Hey. Yeah, tell us about that scripture. Okay. But you know, I, I, um, um, I, I found I, I found this. It's a very interesting scripture. What happens when? You let someone lay hands on you that passes their sin to you. All right. Where is it here? It says, They of Persia, which means splendid, of Lud, which means strife, I've put a bow, were in thine army. And thy men of war, they hang the shield and helmet in thee. Have you let someone hang their shield and their helmet in you? This you're going to bear. They set forth thy comeliness, which means ornament, splendor, and honor. And they do it by praising you and honoring you, sucking up to you. Anyway, God is our shield. We have to pray the removal of the shield of the enemy and the helmet of the enemy out of us. We have to command. We have to command the flesh to obey. What happens in the natural? When you get a splinter, your flesh rejects it. You can get your flesh on your side. Command your flesh to do what God said it will do. Command your flesh to, to reject the darkness. <clears throat> Here we have the problem and here's the scripture. <clears throat> Isaiah 42.22 says, But this people they robbed and spoiled, they all of them are snared in holes, and they are hid in prison houses, for they are a prey, and none delivereth for a spoil. None say restore. 
So the answer is command restore. Restore, restore, restore. Who is it robbed? Who's spoiled? Who's snared in holes? Who's hid in prison houses? Who are a prey? Announce we are here to deliver and say restore for a spoil of the enemy. Spoil means victory. It's a, it's a military term. Spoil the enemy. For a spoil, none say restore. So say restore, Shannon. That's what we're saying. Amen? Amen. You were talking about Isaiah 42, 22? Yeah. Read that. But this is a people robbed and spoiled. They, all of them are snared in holes. They are hid in prison houses. For they are a prey and none delivereth. For a spoil and none say restore. Who is saying restore? The mission of the church is restore, restore, restore what the original creation, what God made and said it was good. So to be healed, command, restore. And to be free of continual witchcraft, say, I don't accept to be a scapegoat. Dear God, take that oath. of me being a scapegoat and overturn it and forgive me. Numbers chapter 30 says, if, it, if the husband hears it, he has the power to cancel the oath. The husband is a type and shadow of Jesus. The lady is a type and shadow of his bride, his wife. Thank God he's made a way we can get out of our oaths. Queen Sheba's name means oath. At the sitting at the table and the drinking and the cups and the cupbearer and the ascension to the house of the Lord, there was no more spirit in her at the table of peace. Peace is at the table. Judgment is at the table. You have to... Uh, look, if you don't have the righteousness of Jesus Christ on, he says, doesn't he? First seek the kingdom and his righteousness. Not yours. <laughs> Not your right. You're already forgiven. Not yours. His. Why? When you sit at the table, judgment's going to fall and you'll die if you don't have it on. So you have to have it on because in God, in his love, you have to realize God loves us. And in his love, he's better off to leave you with a problem than drop the judgment on you. He says, I'd rather you be cold. I'd rather you be in the world because Satan won't find you there. You're not a target. You mixed in with everyone else. He doesn't worry about that. They're all lost. But you lukewarmies, you're targets. <laughs> you haven't got, you haven't got the righteousness of, on, of Jesus Christ. And when you have communion, you're killing yourself. The judgment's falling. And you're asking God for healing and deliverance. You're asking for judgment. You're asking for Satan to be nailed to the cross. You're asking for the blood of Jesus to get its payback. Well, Paul says you come sick and you die. 
because you haven't worked out what the communion is. The judgment's at the table. I hereby give you a kingdom to sit and eat at my table. Judging. That's now until the ages of days came and the judgment was given to the saints of the Most High. The kingdom came. The kingdom's here. We're told to preach. The kingdom is here. It's at hand. Kingdom is judgment on the darkness. If you join with darkness, you'll get judged with the darkness. That's why many of you are sick and die, Paul says. So be careful when you yell restore. Get right first, then yell restore. Why do you think Jesus said seek the kingdom? Tarry in Jerusalem, get the power, that's the kingdom. When I cast out demons, the kingdom has come upon you. When I heal the sick, the kingdom has come upon you. Go and preach, the kingdom is at hand. Heal the sick, cast out demons. It's a two-footed gospel. That is the gospel. Not join my happy, clappy worship club. It's called the land of milk and honey, not the land of praise and worship. In the flesh. Everyone praises and worships and sings and goes home with their demons, goes home with their sickness. Worse, they go home maybe with judgment. So the thing is, is, is that those that come to God must come in faith, the truth, in purity, with the, with the breastplate of righteousness. It's also called the breastplate of judgment. In another place, look it up. We have to read, we have to look out what's going on, we have to pray, God, give us discernment, let us know the truth. It's the truth that's going to help us. So the thing is, is that we come to the communion table. What happens at the communion table is when we come, our demons come with us, they're connected to us, we put on the cloak of righteousness and then we ask everyone to pay for the blood and the bread. Jesus puts that on the table and says, now pay. The darkness is judged. We are healed. Deliverance is a two-step project. Healing is a two-step process. First of all, we have to plead the milk, which is God's love and mercy to put to sleep the battle array. Judges chapter 4, the whole story. Blessed is this woman above everyone else in the tent. That's the church. You want to be blessed in the blessed church, you've got to do it God's way. Yeah, I don't want milk. That's just baby teaching. No. It's God says you don't even need any skill in his love. You don't need skill to use the milk. You must. It's not just you. It's the demons in others making your life tough. How are you going to deal with them? Huh? God says he rules in the hearts of men. He can make their hearts not hurt you. Have a look at Nebuchadnezzar for that one. He did that in front of the whole world to show that he rules the hearts of men. Watch out, he's not ruling yours in a bad way because he does. He's the potter with the clay. He's making vessels for honour and dishonour. God, the meaning of God means God. <laughs> God means God. So, restore, restore, restore. Is because God loves us. 
Faith comes by hope. Faith is the substance of hope. What have we eaten from our thinking into our heart that we hope in? These three things remain. Faith, hope, love. The greatest is love. We hope that God loves us. We know he loves us and we can hope in it securely because he loved the world, he sent his only son. Those that come to God, he by no means turns away. He loved the whole world. While they were yet sinners, he reigns on the just and the unjust. He's blessing everyone. Have a look at the highway, going to work or driving around. Blessing everyone. The difference is this. How much is the thief taking? The thief doesn't steal from the wicked because he wants them comfortable and they're on the bright, wide and broad road to the pit. If you're a target, things are tough. You've got to fight. That's why things are going wrong. It's not your fault. Read the story of Job. He had no sin. Some say it was his fear. It was not. God's, Job said he was righteous and God said he was true in what he said. It's the story of the target. Job's name means persecuted. Persecuted because you're on the side of light. You're not part of the kingdom of darkness, the world which Satan wanted to make his own world out of you being the raw material. So, the good news is we've been given the power. Yes, greater is he that's in us and is in the world, but have you got the power? Have you tarried in the teaching of peace? Have you thrown out your Bible? Are you studying your Bible? Are you learning the teaching of peace? Good questions. Lovers of the truth, there's a lot of promises. They never received a love of the truth. Truth as in God's Bible. Salvation comes from Second Samuel two two three. The God of my rock in him I will trust. He is my shield, the horn of my salvation, my high tower, my refuge, my saviour, thou savest me from violence. Can we trust in that? Proverbs 30 verse 5. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to them that put their trust in him. My question, where is our trust? Psalm 76 2. In Salem, which means peace, is his tabernacle. And his dwelling place in Zion means a parched place. That's the dry place. Next verse, there break he the arrows of the bow, the shield and the sword and the battle. You pray till you get the peace. Once you got the peace, you got it. Jeremiah 46.3 Order ye the buckler and shield and draw near to fight the battle. Are we asking 
for the buckler and the shield. What is a buckler? A buckler is a small shield that you can move real fast. And then the big one is the shield. Can you handle the buckler? Move it to position. Psalm 76 9 says the judgment saves us when God arose to judgment to save all the meek of the earth. If you're not calling for judgment on the demons, <laughs> this salvation pretty hard. God, the cross is a two edged sword. What is the both edges? One edge pays for us, the other edge slays the devil because he's got to pay for it. One edge is Isaac rising from the dead. The other edge is the slaying of the goat. Question is, has Satan made you into a goat? That's why the goat's head is in the occult. Well, we leave it there. Praise you, Jesus. This is a great hope, teaching tonight. We're live with hope, Peter Wiffen. Hope it's helpful. Hope it's helpful for everyone. Fat man, this is this is real uh, deep stuff. Awesome stuff. Something to to meditate on and study. It wasn't this good tonight, brother. I enjoyed it. Um, I just just let out there that um, yeah yeah thank you very much it's all good look it's in the Bible I, I I'm just getting a shovel and having a dig <laughs> <laughs> yeah praise God it's not me and knowledge is not love but you know we need all the help we can get we need to know what to do you know I wouldn't like to have my heart transplanted by a doctor who didn't know what he's doing so you know we we need knowledge and um, it's not my knowledge. It's not my knowledge. I'm just getting a magnifying glass and, and, and looking at it. And praise God. You ask God, help us to learn, help us to see, help us to know what to do because his love says he wants us to know what to do. He wants us, really wants us. He wants us to know. He's angry with the wicked every day. The wicked is not us. It's the demons because God says he loved the world, died for the world while the world was wicked. It's it's it 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 doesn't make sense that he's angry with the wicked every day if that's men. He's not wicked with us. He loves us. So, it's his word. Praise the Lord. I you know I wish I find things in there. I don't like finding some of this stuff. I hate this in a in a lot of ways. But the answers to life are here. The way is here. Jesus said he lives on every word of God. The word of God is not the scripture as much as it is the scripture pointing to it. The word of God is God's promise. Abraham believed God and it was put on his account as righteousness. You put the cloak of righteousness on by believing what God has promised you. Abraham didn't believe in God. He believed God said he'd be the father of many nations. He believed the gospel when Melchizedek gave it to him. He believed it because he figured, you can tell the clue, that God could even raise Isaac from the dead. 
we put on the righteousness by faith. Faith is not belief. Believing in God's faithfulness is faith. Belief and faith are two different things. Get confused. Faith, if you take the plural of it, is faithfulness. Faithfulness is doing what you said. That's faith. Faith is doing what you said. Belief in God does what he said and acting on it is faith. To divide the word, divide, divide, divide. Don't go on cliches. Don't go on what Eve did and add your own assumptions. My voice. So, Amen. praise Oosh. the Lord. I hope it's helping everyone because God loves us all and our job is to fight demons, not each other. Our job is to fight. Do not accept witchcraft. Send it back to the witch and because they have to bear their own sin. They've tried to scapegoat you. That's the goal of witchcraft. So you pray. I don't want their sin. Send it back, God. I, 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 I want the oath changed where I've accepted their sin. Why is it that the witchcraft covens use a goat head? Because they don't have to answer for their own sin. You do. So the the spirit uh, the the scripture says the scapegoat when it dies. It's the end of the matter. They laid hands on the goat, the sin transferred, and when the, and when the goat died, it's the end of the matter. So what happens is with witchcraft, they put their sin on, on all their victims. When they die, that sin's gone. That's why the spirits in the people want to kill them. And Satan's kingdom can run on it, doing what it wants without the perpetrator paying for it. Amazing. Yep, I, I got scriptures for it. But the thing is, is that thing is, is that the main thing is, is that we can receive it by oath, like Sarah. So, we, so we don't want to be. We, we've got to be really careful here. You don't let just any old person lay hands on you, please. You're better off having no one lay hands on you. Now, I've gone to meetings. I don't want anyone to lay hands on me. They still try and lay hands on me. The demons in them want to get their hands on you. Or if you find yourself uh, and someone has laid hands on you, just say, hey, I don't receive anything that the Lord Jesus Christ God. doesn't want me to receive. That's right. And, and you can say this, you can lay hands on me, but I don't submit to any evil here. I don't accept any darkness and I don't submit to you. I don't I don't submit to anything that we're not praying for specifically. This this also submission can happen by, by blind prayer requests, you know. Get on the internet, put a prayer request into who knows who. You've given away your authority. It's like sending out a blank check. Mm. Yeah. It caused a lot of problem because see <coughs> Satan's got these people everywhere, and um, if, if they're in a ministry and they're they've wangled all the way in with a pastor and in charge of the uh, uh, the uh, intercession team, then they're a lady full of Jesse, or they're a witch who's 
needs to get her sin transferred lest she can't keep doing what she wants without paying. Oh, look, this person said pray for me. Open check, yeah, I'll pray for you, all right. I'll transfer you. That's an interesting concept because if the witch continues doing, they're going to die early, won't they? You know, I pray for people. I'll give you, uh, I'll give you a test, quick testimony here. I'll pray for a person that um, had all sorts of problems. All sorts of problems. Parents are in the secret societies. They find out we start praying anyway, they find out it comes to light. Their wedding ring went missing like 10 years ago. The mother's got the wedding ring. Fox Business. The mother's got uh, the wedding. Uh, repeat that again. The mother's got the wedding ring. The husband just happened to be in the house and the jewelry box was open. They had a look in and there's their wedding ring that they thought they'd lost. 10 years ago. Mm. The mothers into witchcraft. The wedding has been, the marriage has been unhappy because the wedding vow of the husband and that wedding is held in that ring. Captive. These rules and ways are known by the demons. We don't know. So we start praying now. We prayed that the vows be released from captivity. A husband leaves his mother, father, and starts his own family. But she had that family's wedding in the ring in captivity by witchcraft. So now the discussions are more friendly. The marriage is starting to like unravel the darkness out of it. So we prayed that the, any sin that's been transferred to the, to the marriage from the mother that's due to her is not accepted. And it returned. Guess what happened? The dog that the mother loves more than her son got hit with a brain tumour. Just a coincidence? Who knows? Now the mother is handling the loss of her dog, which she really loves, something dear in her heart. Another one? I had a friend who made a mistake and went to a new age clinic. A famous new age clinic, running clinics around the world. It was all very rosy and it was very tricky. Submitted to that. Got spirits. Gets deliverance. They come back. Gets deliverance. They come back. They keep coming back. How are they getting back in? The scapegoat. 
the witches keep doing the rituals and they're protected, they're protected by the sins, got to go somewhere. Everything must be reaped, proven by the cross. We're told we can lay our burdens on Jesus. That means we can lay on burdens on anyone who wants to receive them. So the witch got the agreement by going there and paying money, submitting, laying on of hands, putting in a connection somehow. You get deliverance, doesn't work. You get deliverance, yes, feel empty, feel good, going well, get refilled. Back to square one, worse. So, because he has a soul tie with the witch? Yes, it's, it's like a soul tie, but it's more than that. It's an authority tie. Hmm. It's, it's an agreement. Eating from the, I've agreed to eat from the tree of the evil from you. It's a, it's a scapegoat mechanism that continues on and on and on and on. It's, I think it works with cursed objects as well. So what happens is, is that we prayed now. No, we don't want this. We withdraw all oaths. In, we can't redraw them, but God, will you, we give these oaths to you. Will you overturn them as per numbers where the husband says in the day he hears that he can overturn it? The head of that organization died suddenly. Wow. Yeah, young. And branches are closed. I think one closed, and, and must, I don't know. It's like the end of that organization. So there was some uh, some type of contract made. Yes. When he went in, and the uh, the witch laid hands on him. Yep. That's very and they interesting. They paid money. And they paid and money. It, it was a lady, and the husband was there too, giving agreement. You know how good is that? So th there's some kind of contractual agreement. Yeah, it all works by contract. Just like when it, two everything people... Everything works by contract. There's blood contracts. Yeah. There's the blood brothers, you know, let's give me a pen and let's mix our blood. That's it. What happens when people have sex? Same there's, thing. There's blood, okay, that is exchanged from the man and the woman. Yeah. It mixes. There's a blood oath made. That's it. Even one time, one night, uh, one night stands. Yeah. Ships passing in the night. Mm -hmm. You've got a blood oath made because there's yep. minute tears in the penis and the vagina. Blood is transferred. Mm -hmm. You've now got a blood oath with someone you never even see again. That's right. Okay, then it's all contractual, isn't it? It's contractual. Wait, um, um, uh, uh, Revelation says we're kings and the Bible teaches who can undo the words of a king and people worry Nebuchadnezzar, about Nebuchadnezzar said I spoke that's ah, it okay we've got I just uh, two minute a warning two minutes left okay uh, you know we, we always hear about well you know at least I didn't sell my soul to Satan yeah you can do that you get a lot of money it's not going to do you any good You've joined the kingdom of darkness. Yeah, now the there kingdom is. Of, the kingdom of darkness is to be burned in the lake of fire. There is that going on. But what I'm saying here, you don't have to go as far as to sell your soul. When no. you make these blood oaths and these contracts, you've yeah. got a binding agreement now. Now you're going to have some trouble. Yep. Yeah. 
until listen to you, a false prophet, it's the same thing. Until you confess that sin, you renounce it, you break that in the name of Jesus and get set free. Yep. Go so, through a fire tunnel. There's oh. You've now you're now connected with everyone in that tunnel. Oh boy. <laughs> fire tunnel. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. There's witches in there. Or people who are doing witchcraft who don't even know it, their demons are doing it. Yes. <laughs> you know a scapegoat. Amazing. So what they did is they latched out and put a tentacle in you, and now you're joined to them in the spirit. Yeah. Now, every time they do a sin, they can transfer to you, and they can live happily ever after, they think. And they do. 90 seconds. Amazing stuff. Man, I'm glad we had two hours tonight. We just scratched we the surface, two man. hours? Brother, where did it go? Oh. You know what? I'm going to tell you. Uh, I've got to have you on every week if you're available. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm available. Look. Because I really enjoy this my, teaching. My heart is to help. Yes. Right. You know, it's, it's not easy when you see these things to handle it. 60 but, but seconds. So please, everyone, don't lay hands on, don't let anyone lay hands on you that you don't trust and pray before any wave is going to happen that you do not agree with any darkness. That's all you've got to pray. I don't agree with darkness here. God, I'd let you know in my heart here, everything of darkness. You can say it in your heart. What you say in your heart, God hears. You know that? Brother, some have called you the milkman. But the milkman, yeah. That is not true. <laughs> Brother, you're the, <laughs> you're the meat man. Cooked well done. Man. Almost like beef jerky. Brother, I'm going to have to chew on this for a while. This is deep stuff. It is, it's, and it's good because we need it in these days. Guess what? The pit's going to open. It is. The demons from the pit are going to go straight to the church because the church has the power to judge Ten them. Ten seconds. This is powerful. Uh, homework assignment tonight for people. Go read Isaiah 42, 22 that yes. Peter talked about tonight. And, and command your flesh to line up with what God told it to do. Command, command obedience to your flesh. If you're sick, you need deliverance, tell your, the, the, the eunuchs are the flesh casting Jezebel from the temple. And she hits her head on a wall of Jezreel, which means God sows. She hits her head on sowing and reaping. The dogs don't eat her hands and her feet and her head because she's a Nephilim. And with that, we're going to have to hold that to the next program. Maybe. This is this is awesome stuff. Peter, before you go, I want to thank yes. you, brother, for coming on and uh, teaching tonight. God has given you a teaching anointing, as yes, he's shown my, you. My pleasure. Yeah, my and, pleasure. Uh, Look, uh, quickly, uh, on my website, hiskingdomstable.com, I put up the heart. There's 18 pages there. Oh, great. New stuff on Everything your website. Everything we're talking about goes up on the web when I can get it up there, but I'll get it up there quick if I can. Are you going to put up the teaching on the scapegoat mechanism also? Yeah. Okay, yep. I wrote a note too from the other day. Uh, remind you, uh, you got to talk at some point about Abraham and the thorn bush. Okay. We sort of touched it a little bit here, but we'll talk about it. Excellent. God, you know, and Paul was told you can't kick against the goats, which is the thorn bush. How to destroy witchcraft, etc. Um, yeah. Good stuff tonight. Peter. Don't be a scapegoat. Don't be a scapegoat, please. Please. It only empowers darkness. We might have to call tonight's program, Don't Be a Scapegoat. That'd be a good title. That's a good one. <laughs> Peter, we love and appreciate you, brother. If someone wants to contact you, you also do deliverance with people. Uh, how yeah. do they get a hold of you? Yeah, uh, yeah just um, my Facebook, Peter Whiffen, W-H-I, 
F for Fred, F for Fred, I for Eagle, N for Nally at Facebook. Or my email is that too on Hotmail. Fantastic. My brother, All right. I'll be in touch with you. Thank you for coming on tonight. God bless you. Cheers. My Cheers and blessings and restoration in Jesus' name. Amen, brother. I speak to you in the name of Jesus. Be restored. Restored. Physical, mental, financial. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Command your waters, command your cells, command everything to restore and do what God said. Are you going to put a teaching up on Be Restored on your website? Yeah. Uh, uh, I got a lot of teachings to do. You pray for me, everybody, I get more time. Because, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Man, but, uh, I'm going, I tell you, my life is 24 hours a day dozing and in the Bible. Well, I'm going to put a request in. Next one you put up on your website, please make it uh, the Be Restored. Yeah. Compile that one. God bless you, Brother Peter. Thank you for coming on from the Gold Coast. All right. Cheers and blessings, everybody. Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you.